0: my name is Maddie Kiesek and I play football for Sheffield United Women. I'm going to have my vaccine when I'm invited to and I'm going to have my vaccine to ensure that I keep my friends and family safe.
1: Our impulses are being redirected. We are living in an artificially induced state of consciousness that resembles sleep. Hi, Steve here. I really can't believe it. After three years of this indoctrination, this fraud, and this medical tyranny on mankind, that we're still talking about people who are taking it.
2: Naomi Wolf and her team at The Daily Clout submitted a Freedom of Information Act request to the Centers for Disease Control, requesting all emails sent and received by Dr. Rochelle P. Walensky, Sherry A. Berger, and Kevin Griffiths between the dates of February 1st and May 31st of 2021, containing the word myocarditis. They received hundreds of pages showing that the White House and the entire COVID response team knew that the COVID vaccines were killing people and causing blood clots, heart attacks, and myocarditis. They also received 46 additional pages that were not requested. Of these 46 pages, over 80% of them were fully redacted and involved the White House and the Executive Office of the President. These redacted emails were labeled draft White House script and some tough Q&A. They knew in the spring of 2021 that these shots were killing people.
3: I've said over and over, and I don't mean to belabor this, but to remind everyone when Steve says, how could this happen? I always say from my experience working around a White House that it can't happen unless the boss says it has to, or that it can. You can't kill Americans. I've said this so many times on this show, um, knowingly without the okay of the president. So I knew that up the chain of command, the White House had to be involved in these decisions. But we just didn't have the, the smoking gun. Now we have the smoking gun. You remember, we have 200 volunteer lawyers. So one of these lawyers' name is Ed Berkovich, and he FOIA'd, meaning sent a Freedom of Information Act demand to the CDC about myocarditis. And something very interesting happened. He got um, 472 pages uh, from the CDC in response to that FOIA. He was also given an additional 46 pages, which he didn't ask for. And these additional 46 pages, over 80% of the pages were fully redacted. The redactions were, quote, pursuant to five USC 552 exemptions, five and six. What is redacted was solicited or shared with the president or his most senior advisors. They know it's happening. The other thing they're freaking out about is myocarditis. They know it's happening. The evidence came in, the updates came in, and the the American people are going to be asking questions or starting to ask questions. So they convene a crisis, a set of crisis meetings, basically, in which um, they're basically trying to formulate a press response. These are all press people. They crafted a a media response. And by the way, there are people who deal with broadcast news as well in that list. And the media response doesn't tell the truth after May of 2021. They rolled out myocarditis. And remember what they said always, extremely rare, mild resolves, extremely rare, mild resolves. They knew that they were lying and they said nothing about the clotting issue from what I recall. So basically they created from this set of crisis communications directed by the White House with the White House's most senior advisors, the COVID-19 response project, which was overseen by the White House at the behest of the White House to create a media response that you experienced all of 2021, all of 2022 to get you to keep injecting this into your body and injecting it into the bodies of your loved ones. And they knew that they were lying and they knew that they were hurting people with blood clots, platelet problems, and heart damage. And that's what they did and that's what happened.
1: You'll never see this video on YouTube, but since they won't allow the truth to be told in legacy media, they won't allow the reality of what they're doing to us I have to try and shake people from their cognitive dissonance somewhere else. I'm sick of hearing the talking heads spew their little slogans like,
4: the benefits of vaccination far
1: outweigh the risks. No, they don't. No, they don't. And all the ignorant and naive people who keep saying, I'm going to have my vaccine to ensure I keep my friends and family safe. They've said this because they've been lied to by people that should have been able to be trustworthy over the last three years. The sudden death of young and healthy athletes has many people still questioning whether vaccines may have caused their death. It did. I'm so sick and tired of having this world and their SIOP COVID fraud pushed down our throats. It's past time for this world to wake up and stop being so naive and so ignorant of what's been done. Last Wednesday, police pronounced the 27-year-old Sheffield United midfielder dead when they arrived at a residence in Horsley, England. Matty was another unnecessary death of medical mass murder. Since then, no further details have been released about the death. However, Derbyshire police on Monday announced they won't be treating it as suspicious, while adding that a report from the Chesterfield coroner's office will soon be forthcoming. But do you think they'll give you the truth? We'll see. In a video of a behind-the-scenes media day posted on YouTube just last Wednesday, Maddie appeared to be in excellent health. I've never heard of so many unknown deaths. Unknown, as we've seen in the last three years. They're not unknown. Words like unknown should be replaced by, we don't want to think about the fact that it was the jab that caused another death. The evidence is overwhelming that this jab is a bioweapon and has already been proven by doctors with great credibility like Dr. McCullough, Dr. Tenpenny, Dr. Malone, Dr. Stella Emanuel, and so many others. The article says the young and healthy soccer players' unexpected demise sparked claims it may have been induced by the COVID jab, which has been blamed for the recent spate of deaths among numerous young and fit athletes. Recent spate of deaths, my lord people, wake up. These deaths have been happening since they rolled out this poison. 3 years and counting. But is there any evidence Maddie Kusak even took the jab in 2021? Sheffield United's home stadium, Brahma Lane hosted a walk-in vaccine clinic offering first and second doses of both the Pfizer and AstraZeneca jabs. In a video shared three times over the next seven months by the Sheffield Health and Care Partnership, Maddie appeared in a testimonial promoting the vaccine drive. It's unclear how many jabs Cusack may have received or whether they were Pfizer or AstraZeneca jabs. But like I said, The COVID jab has been blamed by numerous top doctors for causing myocarditis and other heart afflictions that can often result in life-ending blood clots, cardiac arrests, heart attacks, or strokes. Not to mention a long list of other ailments, diseases, and cancer. Last December, a UK inquest heard from a coroner who reported a 27-year-old fit and healthy man's death was a direct result of blood clots suffered in reaction to the AstraZeneca jab. Meanwhile, top doctors have been warning for months of the presence of SV40 sequences in the COVID jabs, similar to those in the polio shots historically linked to cancer. You had said earlier nefarious. You felt like this was more nefarious than Dr. Burkholder. In what sense are you saying that?
0: The SV40 sequences, they should not be there. They don't need to be there to grow, this into bac- to grow this in bacteria. I don't think it's an accident. They could have chosen another plasmid that did not have the SV40 sequences. If these sequences sit above an oncogene and, and they're promiscuous, that means they are likely to, to integrate in places more likely than other genetic inserts, then they can cause cancer. Insertional mutagenesis anyway causes cancer. Uh, And that's the risk. That's why gene therapies were not brought to market for so many years, because there was a risk of causing cancer from insertional mutagenesis. We never needed these vaccines. We had treatments that worked. Uh, One of our doctors here is going to tell you about that hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. I can tell you as a toxicologist, they are not toxic. They're they're some of the safest drugs you can use. There's no reason, once the FDA found out about this contamination, okay? And we looked to see endotoxin levels, but they've got them all redacted. Why would you redact them if you were trying to be transparent? Why would you hold the data for 75 years, all of the clinical data, for 75 years from these if you were trying to be transparent? Tell me why. There is something very unusual going on here that is being done differently than it's ever been done before. We don't give experimental products to pregnant women. We don't give experimental products to babies that have a death profile like this. It's not done. It's never been done before. Please protect your citizens. Please. I am begging you to protect your citizens. We've got to get one state to stand up and do the right thing. Do whatever you can so that other states will follow.
4: I'm sorry. Thank you, Dr. Lindsay. Any questions?
1: So as we wait to hear Maddie's cause of death, the establishment is attempting to roll out yet another COVID fear campaign with updated mrna vaccines at the top of his priority list
5: breaking new details on the deaths of a high school soccer player
1: finland denmark star man christian erickson collapsing towards the
2: end of the first half
3: the kennedy high community mourning tonight after one of their high school football players died
2: a south carolina high school football player has died after collapsing at football practice star college basketball player collapsing on the court we want to warn you the video may be difficult to watch
3: florida gators Arch Johnson collapsing during the game.
1: A West Catholic high school student has died after collapsing during
2: a football scrimmage. On mile eight, she suddenly felt fuzzy and blacked out.
3: 17-year-old Ryan Jacobs' heart stopped.
2: Well, unexpectedly collapsed on the field. Megan went into cardiac arrest.
3: Collapsing during Friday night's football game. Good
2: news. How vaccines are effective against the Delta variant.
1: Conclusion. We have the tools, so let's use them and
2: crush The outbreak, A CDC safety group says there is a likely association between the vaccines and that rare heart condition, mainly occurring in men under 30 shortly after receiving their second dose.
4: The reason for his collapse
3: is unknown. The reason why Manny collapsed in the first place still isn't known.
1: It's mostly in 30 and under people who received Pfizer's or Moderna's COVID-19 vaccine, according to CDC data.
2: So you might be wondering how someone in such great shape could suffer cardiac arrest. It's a rare thing that happens. The benefits of vaccination far outweigh the risks. Today, a CDC advisory committee acknowledged a little link between COVID vaccines and a disease that causes heart inflammation in children and young adults. Myocarditis is the inflammation of the
1: heart muscle. Pericarditis is the inflammation of the membrane surrounding the heart.
2: Those are the facts as we understand them. The coroner says the condition is rare. Now, today, experts said the benefits of the COVID vaccine in saving lives and preventing serious sickness in all age groups outweigh the possible risks of myocarditis. For every 1 million, second Moderna or Pfizer dose. For every 1 million
1: of those in 12 to 17-year-olds, they have a maximum of 70 reports of these heart inflammation cases. So 70 out of a million.
2: Did she have any signs before this race? Absolutely not. She felt like she was in the best shape of her life. That's incredible.
4: The reporting rate in males uh, is greater than the reporting rate in females. And for both sexes... The reporting rate after dose two is greater than after dose one.
2: Experts told the panel it's rare, but there does need to be more analysis and monitoring. It's an extremely rare side effect. The
1: benefits of vaccination far outweigh the risk.
0: Experts say there is a, quote, likely connection between the two. Still, they say that the benefits of those shots outweigh the risks.
2: The benefits still clearly outweigh the risks.
0: The FDA says it will add a warning to two of the most popular coronavirus vaccines. So
2: you do the
1: cost-benefit
2: ratio here, and experts continue to say it's so important, get your child vaccinated. He collapsed, he collapsed. This is an extreme rare side effect that can only affect a... We have a player down. very small number of people.
0: Something happened to one of the referees. The administration's openness and 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 transparency with the public. No need for panic. Just to continue to, to be aware and to trust We've that a, our, our leaders our will continue to be here. honest and transparent with us as information arises. Get back.
2: Coroner has concluded. The BBC
1: Radio Newcastle presenter Lisa Shaw died after complications of the AstraZeneca COVID vaccination. Lisa, who was 44, died in May, three weeks after being given her first dose of the vaccine.
5: The vaccine is so understudied that I don't know what's coming next. Like I said to my doctor the other day, like, is this going to be my last Christmas? I don't know because... I've had a blood transfusion. I have two types of anemia macrocystic anemia and hemolytic anemia. My doctor has con- medically confirmed that it was the vaccine that has done this. Um, I am exempt from further um, vaccines coming out, and I'm going to, because it's autoimmune, I'm going to discuss my son Oliver's four and he's turning five, and there is zero chance that vaccine will ever get inside him.
4: So right after she got the shot, uh, we were driving home and she said, something doesn't feel right. She had tingling down her arm where she got the shot. Mm -hmm. She started to notice that her vision was changing. Um, Her ears became very, very sensitive to sound. Her eyes were so sensitive to light. She had to put on the darkest sunglasses. Um, Later that night, she had the typical vaccine response that they tell you to expect, you know, the fever and all of those things, but that had resolved by morning. However, she experienced new symptoms that next morning. She couldn't really walk properly. Her left foot was sort of slumping, she calls it. She was walking into doorways. The sound and light sensitivity were severe. She was still experiencing the numbness and tingling, Um, and the symptoms just kept progressing and getting worse. We called the test clinic. Um, they didn't respond for a couple of days. Finally, they responded, brought her in, did an exam, said, "You know what? There were a couple of instances of transverse myelitis and MS in the previous trials. You might have MS, and you should go see a neurologist." Oh my! So Lord. we ended up in the ER three days later. They did all of the tests that they could, ruled out any of those, you know, pre-existing type conditions, and uh, essentially said, "We don't know what's going on, but." Uh, best of luck to you and sent her home to continue to decline. We went to the ER two more times and then uh, a fourth time, and she was finally hospitalized. At this point, she couldn't walk. She was um, incontinent. She was peeing her pants. Um, She still had to wear earmuffs to be anywhere that wasn't a dark room. She had uh, extreme sensitivity to sound. You couldn't touch her. She couldn't brush her teeth. I mean, it it was just a hellacious experience. How old is she at this point? Uh, She's 39 years old at this point. You know, I'll
1: just end this video right now and pray that most of you start to wake up who've been asleep through this first PSYOP. Don't let it happen again. Don't watch your friends and family die because you don't have the guts to stand up and say, this is poison. The evidence is there. And if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior, I leave a link in the description box below. Please go down there, click on that link. If you'd like to pray the simple prayer to help you make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. And know that when you lay your head on the pillow or when that day comes for you to go into eternity, you'll be ready. Think about it.